This is a Suboptimal Podcast. Check out our Suboptimal content at Suboptimal.co. Hey guys, it's Drake here. Welcome to episode 9 of the Nightcast. Today I'm going to do something a little different. One of the things that I have in my background is I am I work in IT. So I work with uh, IT operations, IT security, systems administration, network administration, and things like that. And one of the things that has um, come up over the last few years is like security around different aspects of your online personas, security aspects along being a streamer and what you can say, what you can't say, and how do you secure your emails, how do you secure your video games, and things like that. Now, one thing I want to do is I want to kind of break this topic down into a couple different topics because IT security in IT is huge. It takes years to understand and kind of practice, and I think that us as streamers have a few things that are pretty easy to do that need to be looked at and to be thought of when you start streaming. So the things I'm going to break down over the next few episodes of the Nightcast is kind of like um, what, you know, tips and tricks of things that you should think about doing as a streamer to secure your account assets, to secure your identity, to secure yourself. And so that way you don't, you're, you're not a victim of somebody trying to take over your account. So the first thing is, is like, we just want to talk about like passwords and accounts. Um, so one of the things I want to talk about is, is password security. Passwording is something that you want to make sure is, um, it, it's, it's the first step in securing your account, be it email address, be it accounts like Steam or Origin or the Blizzard launcher where you're putting, you're putting money, you're buying those games and you're putting those in those launchers and you're, you have investment in them. Uh, I know there's a couple of websites out there that you can blow your mind of how much money you spend on your Steam account if you have a couple hundred games in there. But think about it. You have thousands, hundreds, or thousands of dollars invested into these accounts. You have all these video games in there. If your account is hacked and stolen and you can't prove that you are you anymore because you uh, had a, a, a really small password, password on your email address that is associated with this and then you use that same password on your Steam account, your Steam account's gone. All the games that are on there are gone, including all the saved content that is in your saved game file are gone. It just is. I mean, you have to make sure that you take care of these personas, these accounts, in the same way that you would secure your house. Do you, do you just leave your house unlocked when you walk out the door? No, you lock the door when you leave. Do you just, uh, when you park your car in a uh, mall parking lot, do you roll down all your windows, leave everything unlocked, and you just leave everything inside like your, your, your paycheck? It just sitting there on the seat with your windows down. No, you don't. <laughs> you keep the paycheck secure. You put it in your wallet until you get it to the bank. You immediately go to the bank, or you just have a direct deposit, which your 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 paycheck goes straight in. You don't have to even worry about it because it's a secured transfer from your employer to your bank. So these are things that you kind of got to think about in in streaming and in your accounts as well. So one of the things I wanted to cover today is is passwords and there are ways to do passwording that it's complex in the beginning. Once you get your mind wrapped around it and you, you kind of tackle it, um, it, there, it becomes simpler. And the reason it becomes simpler is you use a password manager. Um, there's multiple services out there. They'll do this. LastPass, KeyPass is a free open source one. Um, 
one password. So there's there's different options out there, and I would suggest taking a look at which one would work best for you. Um, I use KeePass myself. I don't really use my passwords outside of known computers, so I have a KeePass application. I use and I have a KeePass uh, file that's secured, and I'll move that KeePass file to the computers I trust, and then I open it, and I have to manage that KeePass file in its locations. So that's my thing. It's not really handy for a lot of people if you're moving around to a lot of different computers. I don't move around with a lot of different computers. I really have the computer that I do all my, my stream stuff on. And then I have my game computer and then I have a laptop. So I only have really three different areas. My work computer has a different key pass file. That's all my work stuff. And I don't have any personal stuff in it because at the end of the day, if I end up leaving that employer, I'd rather hand them a key pass file and say, here's all the passwords for all the accounts. So that way they can have access to everything if I end up leaving the company. So um, the key pass, one pass, last password program manager. So how it works is that you have a single password that you log into this application. Now this password needs to be something you know that you can get in with. Once you're inside it, all your passwords and accounts are there. Now, the reason a lot of people are scared about this is because you're like, oh, I put everything in one spot. Here's the thing. If you have an average of, well, I'll just use my account. So I have account and password for pay my water bill, account and password pay my electric bill, my gas bill, my internet bill, <laughs> my mortgage, my student loans, my car, my wife's car. <laughs> you know, that's that's just bills right there. I have, you know, eight right there, just off the top of my head. And then I have Steam and Origin and Blizzard and, um, you know, logins to like the suboptimal.co website. And I have all these other logins that I have to remember. I don't know about for you, but for me, keeping track of where my login works. I don't want to write that down one because I don't want my kid to figure out what password it is to the Netflix account and be able to bypass, you know, the administration stuff I set up so she could actually watch things that are above NY7 because she's five and she shouldn't watch any of those anyway. But I don't want to write these down in a medium that anyone could just walk in and grab because if you can walk in and grab it, all those passwords are gone. So I need it in some type of encrypted format that I have access to that I can guarantee a backup to. This is why password manager works really well for me is because I'll put in a strong password, something like now, and I'm going to stop there. So strong passwords, <clears throat> strong passwords are passwords that are fit more than just the minimum requirement to, for that green check mark to go past. This is something that you need to be able to remember without having to write it down. Now I am okay with writing down a password when you first create it. A short time so that way you can memorize it and remember it because a password what i'm giving an example for is something a little harder so if anyone has not seen the xkcd uh password comic um, i highly recommend you googling that just stop the podcast right now go to google type in xkcd password and what you'll do is you'll find this a really amazing little breakdown and it actually works really well and it gives you a basic understanding of how password cracking would work on simplest passwords. But if you take something you know, and I also put a, a cipher on mine. So I have kind of their example about the horse battery. Um, I take that and then I have my own cipher for character replacement that works in my head that I put on top of it. So I do have like a, a, an extra step on it for myself. 
you need that that's arguable people in the it security industry will say yes some will say no and there'll be arguments back and forth again like any other industry it's debatable it really is um i do it for myself just because that's how my brain works if it doesn't work for you i would say don't worry about it don't worry about adding the extra make sure that you have some type of pass phrase instead of password that works for you Put that in as your one password into whichever application you decide. Um, LastPass, OnePass, KeePass, uh, some type of password manager. You can find many password managers. Just hit Google with them. Find one that works for you. Once you set up that password, then you'll have all your accounts. Now, the thing is, is one of the things you probably do today, and this is thing I've done in the past, is that you, all your accounts have a similar or a variation of the exact same password. And the problem with that is that once one account is compromised, all of your accounts are compromised because they have your password, they have your email address, and they'll know exactly how to figure out who you are and where you are. And there's services out there that can be used for nefarious reasons, but also for good reasons. Like, have I been pwned? Have I been pwned is a great website. And what it does is you can type your email address into it and they'll search all the different data breaches that have happened across the US. This includes the big Experian one last year or two years ago now the that compromised pretty much every american in this country if you have a credit history your email address and password for that those accounts are compromised they know who you are in fact they probably have your social security number they have all this other stuff luckily no one's really done much with that information yet but you know what your information's probably been leaked and it's out there so this is not something that is going to happen it has happened and i guarantee you if you take your email address and go to the high i have been i have been pwned website pwnd that your email is in there and that you have been compromised and you'll have a listing of all the different data breaches where your contact information has been in and they'll give you a breakdown of it now the other thing they offer on that website is they offer you a place and i can't remember exactly where i haven't used the website in like the last week so my, my RAM has dumped this information out, but you can put in passwords into their website. Um, I can't remember if they have a search for it or if you have to use their API, but you can put them in. And what it does is it returns if that password is in their password breach uh, database, which means all the passwords that have ever been breached that they've collected information on, they've put them into a database and you can search against it to see if your password is in there. And I guarantee you, if you have a simplistic password, like a name or name and date of birth or some type of regular generic dictionary word with a number on it it's in that database it really is you're going to have a hard time finding something that doesn't and so that's why um again a password manager really will help you because what a password manager does is you have that one password that you memorize that you have do what i do, do put a cipher on don't put a cipher on whatever you choose there but use like that xkcd comic i know it's comic but it actually works really well Use that as your basis for a password for your, your password manager. And then in there, each account that you have, set up a completely different password for it. And the reason that you put on a different password is once one account is compromised, none of the rest of your accounts will be compromised. That means that you can limit the scope of having to go change a password. You can limit the scope of if someone steals your information, what they can get to, especially if you're putting out there and you're using the same password on Steam as you do on your bill pays accounts or on your bank account or on your PayPal account. Those are monetary assets that you have accounts that are accessible by anyone on the internet. And if you're using the same password, you're going to get compromised. 
<sighs> I know this is going. This is a little preachy, and it's 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 a passion to me. Is I don't want people to go through these horrendous times of losing access to their account and losing access to their you know assets that they have spent money on. And for me, these video games, like my Steam library, I think my Steam library, if I go and like review how much I have, I have like 260, 270 some games in there. If I go review that on like, I think the website's like, how much is my Steam wallet or how much is my Steam account worth? Anyway, if I go review that, it's like about 1400 bucks over the 10 plus years I've had this account. And I'm like, if I lost that, that's a lot of money that I'll never recover. All those saved game files in my cloud storage on their stuff. I'll never have access to those again. I'll never be able to go back and play some of these sound cloud saves that I have. And that would be, I mean, a heartache. But then you translate that and you're like, well, what about my bank account? What about my PayPal, which directly tied to not just my regular bank account, but my bill pay bank account? What about, you know, what about all these other accounts that I have? What about my social security website account? Now, I'm in my 30s. I mean, my birthday is coming up tomorrow. And... I'll be 35 and I'm like just mind blown of like how easy it is to translate people's information from one account to another right now. Another thing that I want to talk about in this podcast and then I'll let you guys go is that I want to talk about multi authenticators or 2FA or multi FA MFA. These are all terms that just means that you will have a password and then something else that allows you to confirm your identity. Think of it as like the old, you know, two key system. You have two, you have to have two keys turned before you can get logged in. A lot of people are like, oh, that's just so much extra work to do. It's not. It really is not when you're considering the impact to yourself if you don't have access. So as a streamer, if you don't have access to your stream library where all your games are, where you can play your games, what do you do? You're gonna go do an IRL stream? You're gonna go you know, you, you, all of a sudden you you log in tomorrow and the, the password that you used on Origin, Blizzard, and Steam, where all your games are, you have, let's just say that you don't have any games anywhere else, are gone. This includes, you know, your access to your Warframe account and everything else that you purchased through Steam. They're gone because they were all the same password and you were data breached. What do you do? They're gone. It's It's hard to think and it's hard to comprehend, but if they're gone, what do you do? This is why you want to make sure those accounts and those passwords are separate and using an account manager, some type of password manager is really going to help you do that. You'll be able to put in, um, some of these have like generators for passwords, which is great because you can like go in and select which options you have. Like this website allows for underscores and hyphens. This website allows for numbers and letters and capitalization. This one allows for all special characters in the ASCII format, which is like the squiggly brackets and the parens and you know, ampersands and whatever you want to call the, the pound sign or the hashtag or whatever you want to call it. It allows for all those. So you can go and select which options the, the different websites allow, and then you can plug them in. So Steam's the same way. Origin, Blizzard, your uh, Gaijin launcher, if you're playing all the free, you know, um, battleship games and stuff like that, the tanks games and, you know. So these things that you can do, and the great thing, about how simple these things are now as there's websites out there and I'm going to click this for you guys watching the YouTube you'll be able to see this but um, there's a website out there called turnon2fa.com 
So turn on 2FA.com is turning on two-factor or multi-factor authentication. They have a breakdown on here, and the example I have right now is Blizzard, and they have a breakdown with pictures of how to set up your multi-factor authentication. Download the app to your phone, turn on SMS protection, all this other stuff. You're gonna, if you do dives into IT security, you're gonna hear arguments about don't or do use SMS protection because you can transfer cell phone numbers and how um, Xfinity, which is the Comcast variant here in the US, allowed people to transfer phone numbers without any codes. Again, this, there, there's arguments about using SMS. My argument is having a second key or a second authenticator is an extra step. And if you have that one extra step, Hopefully you'll see or get notified that something has happened to your account before someone takes full ownership of your account and you lose everything in it. So this is a blizzard. Um, I quickly turned, looked up origin. So here's the origin launchers one. They have that on the site. Here's the steam one. They have it on its site. Um, these are, the steam one's really nice because it's using the steam app. So on your phone. And again, when you are ready to log in like the blizzard launcher, What's really nice about it is it just pops up a message and it just says, do you want to accept? I grab my phone, I hit the accept button, I put my phone down, it logs in. I don't have to go out and do something else. Now, those of us without smartphones and stuff, it can be more difficult. There are SMS options out there. There's email options out there. Everyone playing a video game at this point in stage probably has an email address because it's required to create an account on any of these services that I'm talking about. And that's why at least setting up something on here is better than nothing. And so I hope that this is not too preachy, but I don't want to see someone in a, in a state where they lose full access to an account. So next time, what I'd like to do is bring up some more um, IT security tips. We're going to talk about uh, account information and information availability on the internet and kind of things to probably avoid saying during a stream or avoid saying on social media um, to help you if you do want to stay um, not fully visible of like where your exact location is. Now for me, you know, this is again a little bit of a passion project. So uh, I'm going to bring in a little bit of my real life into this. So I hope you guys enjoy and I hope that this is informational for you. And I'll see you next week with another uh, IT security for streamers. Until next time, have a wonderful day, guys. Thanks.